0: to the Radiant Wellness Podcast with myself, Jamie, and with Laura. Here we connect you with inspiring experts in the areas of food, healing, mindfulness, emotional well-being, and spiritual actualization.
1: So we're super excited today to have Nivedita Shri with us. I know Jamie and I are both big fans of Vedic astrology. Nivedita Shri has 10 years experience in Vedic astrology and life and relationship coaching. She was trained in this ancient science by various learned gurus in North and South India. She also has a bachelor's of science degree in psychology. She is an expert at analyzing your chart and putting you on the right path according to your specific planetary positions and life situations. She is able to provide insightful predictions about an individual's past present, and future, and she is able to present workable solutions regarding love, family, business, health, and much more. She has helped countless individuals in relationship health, financial, career issues, and also potential future spouse analysis. She is able to deeply reveal a person's character strengths and weaknesses through their birth chart, as well as their future success in love, marriage, and career, among other things, so really exciting. Um, I want to hear everything. I want to hear about how you got into this. I want to hear about your your teachers in India and just your kind of life path. And um, what did you see? Juicy topic. Everybody loves to talk about relationship. <laughs> right.
2: Um, so I actually, I'm of Indian origin. I was, you know, born and brought up in the U.S., but I had the chance to live in India for 15 years. Um, And, you know, when you're grown up in this culture in India, it's going to astrologers uh, is a very, very common thing. Uh, That's what I was going
0: to ask is, (laughs) and I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but I do want to also get into how... Um, vedic astrology is practiced in india versus how it is here because my understanding is it's much more um widely used in india
2: yes it is so widely used i mean you'll from the prime minister to you know everybody they'll they a lot of people will plan their immediate decisions based on that you know health decisions marital decisions financial All of those kind of steps um, they'll take after first consulting with an astrologer. Um, It's, you know, a lot of actually a lot of people end up getting the child's horoscope done, you know, at the time of the birth because they want to know, first of all, what alphabet to name them with. So that's also in the Vedas. They'll suggest like an alphabet to name you with based on your horoscope um and it's uh the marriages that happen there a lot of them are done based on checking the people's horoscopes out so, yeah, traditionally, so like the partner you'd look at your horoscope and then your partner's horoscope right right so in the past they would do you know these points of matching which was the old-fashioned way to kind of see whether two people would be compatible. But now the more modern approach is to see actually, you know, how is love, marriage, children, the overall personality, you know, the character, all of that in a potential partner
1: um, before uh, they so go not, ahead. Not the 35, sorry to interrupt, not the 35 points. Cause that was what?
2: The 35 points it's, you know, some people still do it, but it doesn't now, you know now that we've seen so many so many charts and stuff that doesn't guarantee uh you know a happy marriage or a good match those 35 points are a little bit of an old fashioned approach so what we do now is really just see the character of the person and what they have ahead of them because when you know vedic astrology is based on the exact time location um, year, you know, where the planets were sitting at the exact time of your birth. And that's the basic destiny. And that in Hinduism, it's believed that it's based on past life karmas, that you are born at the exact time that you're supposed to be born to go through certain things in this life based on past life. So things that are going to be difficult for you, things that are going to be easy, things that are going to be blessings, um, <clears throat> it's all kind of predestined. Uh, and then of course, as you know, that's the one aspect. And then there's the, we also have to see the transits mm-hmm. so when somebody comes to us, you know. Uh, for a reading what are the current and they're going through some problem or they're trying to make a decision we have to see where the planets are in reference to their birth chart, so that is called looking at transits and that will um reveal you know okay if they're going through a tough time what area of life it's in when is it going to end how can they make it better stuff like that so, people come to you, it sounds like, for a lot of timing
0: questions. Like,
2: yes. Yeah. Or a lot of people just don't understand their life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't understand. Like, I've had women, like, I, you know, they, I just always have problems in love and I don't understand why. And so, it, once we go into the birth chart, there's a clear explanation of why they're kind of having the struggles they are. So, It's not really their fault and they don't have to, you know, because a lot of people sit and take blame and beat themselves up and, you know, try and go against what may be a very difficult thing for them. But knowing the chart really helps bring people kind of peace of mind. And, you know, I offer them some remedies, some Vedic remedies as to improve certain planets and things like that.
1: So how did you get into this? So I uh, had always
2: been going to astrologers, but, you know, and often in India, they won't explain to you, you know, they'll just say, okay, this is going to happen to you. This is when it's going to happen. Or they'll throw out these statements, but they weren't really explaining why. And I wanted to know why are they saying what they're saying, what it's based on. I just got very intrigued by knowing, you know, how they're doing it it was to me it was fascinating because they could tell you these things which were like so accurate and so even far in the future and i just um was completely fascinated and i wanted to know how to do it myself so i really didn't in the beginning think i was going to be practicing it i just was i kept learning and learning for my just for my own satisfaction to know so that I could understand my chart better, my family members' charts. Uh, and that's kind of where it stemmed from. And so then were you I, studying in India with a teacher? I first went to an astrology school, mm-hmm. um, like an astrology institute. And then after that, I studied with uh, five different teachers where, you know, they usually only speak in Hindi or Sanskrit. It's little, you know for me i speak hindi so but they speak in even more like the old fashioned hindi called sanskrit so it it was a little difficult to understand them in the beginning and all the terms and everything but then that's how you really learn is through hearing how the diff, you know different gurus how they approach the charts and then of course you have to see thousands of charts yourself before you start cuz that makes you believe it You know, when you see the patterns coming true and you see it happening in 400 charts and then you know, yeah, it's not random. There is something to it. So...
1: Do you have an an example from your own life that really kind of hooked you? It's like when you just kind of looked at, wow, this this is really real. I mean,
2: like I was, uh, you know, uh, probably... 12 years, even before I had met my spouse, they completely described him when I'm going to meet him. I mean, really details about the personality appearance. And um, yeah, it just, it happened at that time that, you know, the description, like they were said, you will have one son. I have one son. So you know, various, or they've described, you know, times of struggle and those by the week, those have been like the most, you know, that was probably the most challenging time of my life where they had predicted it beforehand. So they can see these things, you know, even 10 years ahead of time. And yeah, that's incredible. I know me and Laura have,
1: you were going to talk about <laughs> like what
0: yeah we were gonna just talk about Rahu right oh yeah (laughs) me and Laura are both in Rahu we found out and we've been speaking with different astrologers and it seems to be like yep this is this is the challenge and um
2: yeah it all depends it all depends on where it's sitting in your chart so for Rahu there's probably three positions where it's advantageous mm. and in the others it kind of ca- can cause some problems and also um where it's aspecting so you know say- so it's different for every person it's not like you're and I think we're getting
0: a little ahead of ourselves because we haven't described the planetary periods yet um yeah. but whatever planetary period you're in, it depends on your individual birth chart, whether it's
2: yes how it affects you. Exactly. So for somebody, Saturn may be fantastic. It may be the most successful time of their life. And for another person, it may be the worst time. So it's not, you know, yes, there is something about the type of planet and the types of things There are things which are, but the main thing comes out of where is it placed in your chart? Mm -hmm. And then um, the major period you're in and the transit. So supposing Saturn is placed badly in your chart, and then there's something happening in the transit and there's a major or sub period of Saturn, that's when it'll get activated. Gotcha. There's... And then, but then you also see the, have to see the, make, the basic strength of the horoscope. Will this person be able to withstand this? Wow. So, you know, they have these apps, of course, where you can punch in and they'll spew out things that you can read. But those are um, definitely, they can't compare to the brain of a talented astrologer who is putting everything together. And then- yeah. Yeah. With astrology, it's really who you're going to, you know, how, how have they learned and how talented are and intuitive are they?
1: Yeah. Because so. there's the birth chart and the birthday chart, and then you have to look at those. I mean, it just, I, I you know, because before I knew you existed, there was a, a Vedic astrologer that I've been going to and Jamie has gone to as well. Yeah. He said sometimes he can be looking at forty charts at once. It's crazy.
2: Oh, I I never do that. I in fact also um you know something that I do different differently than other astrologers is I don't just open the chart when I start talking to the person, mm-hmm. um, because I spend a couple of hours analyzing everything beforehand so that I can give them a very clear and well thought out answers about everything. Because, you know, a lot of astrologers nowadays just don't take the time to do that because it's easy just to oh pull it up. I mean, if I just pulled up your chart right now, there's certain things I would be able to tell you just right off the bat, but it would not be, you know, the kind of reading that you deserve unless I had evaluated it and, looked at the chart beforehand and thought about every little thing
0: for folks that are listening um and they don't know much about astrology and maybe their only experience with astrology has been western astrology can you give a little bit of an overview about how the vedic system is
2: different from i believe it's called the the tropical system Mm -hmm. so the vedic system is based on sidereal time and it's, you know, the Ved- Vedic astrology is passed down from the Vedas, which are ancient scriptures where they, they are thousands of years old knowledge where, you know, the ancient people, they watched people's lives for just so many years to get to these um, books that they wrote, scriptures that they wrote about that you know when this is the position this is what happens when so that's different western astrology is a recent thing and it it's just not as uh it's just more general more personality based but um vedic astrology is definitely the the one the more accurate one that's going to go into all the life areas that's been around you know for thousands of years in india And you'll see even the ascendant and the planets are different by one sign in a Western chart versus a Vedic chart.
0: Yes. A lot of people I've talked to, you know, we've, uh, a lot of us in the West have grown up being like, oh, my, my sign is this. And, you know, you think you're that sign and a lot of people build an identity around it. And then they come to the Vedic system and they're like, oh no, actually, you're not that sign because usually when you refer to my sign in the western
2: sense they're referring to the sun sign and then yeah, you no, realize but, it's different but you that is part that is going to be part of your personality you know so that that has that's going to have a certain part in your you are going to have signs attributed to what month what day you know the tradition right, you're right. a Taurus. you're a gemini but in addition you have to look at the ascendant and the Vedic chart and the moon, where what sign the moon sits in. And then your personality is going to be a combination of those three. So it's not just the one, but it's not that the Western sign doesn't have any relevance. Because of course, you know, we know oh, Virgos are a certain way and, you know, Pisces are a certain way and you'll see these traits in people. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but it might be one off, right? Like, yeah. if you thought you were a
2: Pisces,
0: you might actually be
2: in no, the but the one, no, the one no. that's based on your birthday uh-huh. that is part of your sign. Yes, that is. Okay. Your yeah, like
1: I'm a Western, Western, I'm an Aries, mm-hmm. in Vedic astrology, I think I'm a Cancer, but in Vedic, there's the
2: ascendant and the moon, but that doesn't mean you're not an Aries. So uh-huh. you're going to have the Aries traits, the Cancer, and then wherever your moon is sitting. So you're going to have traits from all from all three signs or sometimes people have the same moon or the same ascendant as the Western sign. Or, you know, that that is, we find out when we look at your chart. Yeah. And basically, um, you know, in India, it's kind of like, astrologers are like the quote counselors, you know, they're the life counselors over there. Anytime someone's going through anything or they're worried about something, they'll just go straight to the astrologer. (laughs) So, and then they tell them, they kind of guide them and give them reassurance or, you know, whatever advice they have to give them based on the charts. So it's a nice, It's kind of like counseling, but with looking at the actual stars of the person. So it's much more helpful in the sense, because if you come, if someone comes to you and they're just so depressed and then you look in their chart and you explain certain things to them and how to work on it and what steps to take to kind of, you can pinpoint why they're feeling that way. Is it a temporary feeling or is it just one of the downfalls of the chart? You know, cause yeah. for some people, they're just going through a, they've given up on life and literally it's just a bad phase that maybe in two years is going to be behind them and they have a great life ahead of them. So going, you know, when they come to, to me, I can kind of you know, give them that reassurance and explain things to them and why things are struggles for them, why certain things are going to be easy for them. Um, so you you look at the the birth chart, which my understanding, and that's a
0: snapshot of the sky, the moment you were born. Yes. And then you also, the other thing that we were talking about earlier, the planetary periods, can you talk a little bit about the planetary periods? Because I think if people want to get it, Like, I think that's probably a good foundation for folks to understand is, okay, I have this birth chart and it gives me a snapshot. And we already talked about the ascendant, the sun and the moon are important to know. And it's also probably important for folks to know who are just getting into this, what planetary
2: period they're in. Yes. So, so in Vedic astrology, your planetary periods are set by the constellation that your moon was in at the moment of your birth. So that constellation is going to set, the, do you start in Saturn period? Do you start in moon, sun? So you start in a certain period and they all go in a certain, you know, a particular order. Um, so you'll have, you know, Saturn, Mercury, Ketu, Venus, sun, moon, Mars, Rahu, Jupiter. So everybody's going to go through these phases depending on um, how long then each phase has a certain number of years allotted to it. So like Saturn's an 18 year phase, uh, sun is uh, six years, moon is 10 years, Mars is seven years. So you go through these and you cycle through based on your moon constellation that sets the starting point. Mm mm-hmm. And it's all kind of based. So basically your destiny is held a large part through the, your moon constellation. Okay. You know, are, it's like, are you going to go through the struggle, some phases in the young part of your life, you know, and where it's all kind of predetermined.
1: So looking at somebody's chart, so let's say I'm coming to you and we've never met before So you pull my chart, you spend a couple hours, you know, getting quiet around it, seeing what your intuition says about it. Would you, would you start off talking about, okay, you know, I mean, this is, this is the difference that I see in Western and in Vedic, that Vedic is more around life purpose and karma. And, you know, this, the, you know, the Atman is incarnated into this lifetime for a particular purpose. And um,
2: that is the basic premise. But, you know, but what usually what the Vedic chart can tell you, which the Western can't really tell you is, you know, finances, health, marriage, children, spouse, parents, all of these mental health, these basic so yes, what you're saying is correct about, you know, your purpose and what your struggles are going to be in this life. But on top of that, all these areas are revealed in, you know, so that's what I do when people come to me for a reading is we go through all these. First, I'll just tell them the basic chart, you know, how strong their ascendant is. Um, and then we go into these, ba- these areas And then we go into their phases and then often they have some immediate, you know, struggles they have or have had that they want to discuss. So it's kind of like a full, full spectrum. spectrum. Yeah. Because a lot of my clients who have had Western readings. They didn't feel like, you know, they just felt like, okay, I found out a little bit about my personality, which I could have just looked up on one of those apps. So they, it wasn't very predictive mm-hmm. because Vedic astrology is very predictive it can pinpoint times this year this month you know yeah, that yeah. does make it very unique
1: I well. had experience with my daughter you know I had this astrologer Vedic astrologer look at my chart my daughter's chart and he said yep yeah, next month your daughter's going to start to date the man she's going to marry and it came true. She's going to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, amazing. Was yeah. it an
2: Indian astrologer?
1: He's a monk. He's not Indian, but he's a monk from an Indian tradition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, and also like describing the spouse, you know, so a lot of girls come to me, what's my spouse going to be like? That's already in your birth chart. The description of the spouse. Yeah. And that is what you end up with, because I've I've seen thousands of charts. You do end up with that type of person. And so so I, do you oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was saying, you know, men will come and talk, ask about their finances, career. You know, am I going to be, you know, how successful I'm going to be, or things are going so bad right now? Why? So all of With Vedic, you can pinpoint all of that kind of stuff. Legal cases, legal troubles, you know, cancer, health risks. So there's just a whole, because Vedic astrology is so ancient, you know, and apparently half, you know, many of the scriptures were lost and stolen in wars. So the ancient people knew even more than we know today so they can pinpoint even more things.
0: It's incredible how practical of a system it is, because it does get into like the esoterics, like what Laura was describing, but then it's also just like extremely practical. Like, should I sign this contract or should I, (laughs) you know? buy a house now. Yeah, buy a house.
1: I mean, if you said to people, oh, by the way, in 10 years, you're going to have cancer? I mean, like, do you say things like that to people?
2: No, I just tell them that. I mean, and it's like, I, so that's where it's really helpful in the health area is like, you can tell people, okay, 10 years from now, you have a possibility of getting really sick. So two years before that you start getting your MRIs, you know, all your scans. So if something's going to happen, you catch it early. So it's very helpful to know, yes, something could be coming at that time instead of, you know, finding out about it when it's like a full blown stage for cancer. Right. So it is so helpful to know.
0: So is astrology, because my Ayurveda teacher, we are learning astrology in terms of looking at the chart in terms of health and wellness. Yes. And he said um, in India, that's how it was originally intended that you it was an integrated system Ayurveda and astrology. Yes. Yeah. I'm interested to just hear because here it just sounds so it's not the norm. Like you don't go to the doctor and get your birth chart read, you know, it's just yeah, yeah. So different, but we've in our class, we've looked at cases and it, and it just
2: lines up,
0: you know, yeah. Where it's in the birth chart and then you see it manifest in the physical form.
2: So in the birth chart, we're, as the way the planets are placed, you'll know, oh, okay, this person can have a problem in their abdomen. You know, this person can have mental illness. This person, something could go wrong with their thyroid. So you, based on, you know, how the birth chart is sitting, you know where their weak points are.
0: Yeah. And then that, that way they can be yeah. prepared, like what you are saying and yeah. certain
2: remedies. Yeah. I mean, I've had people come to me who seriously um, and it's not a coincidence. Like, I mean, I've had people come where their their chart for mental health is so bad where I'm just wondering how they even make it through each day. And then their life is actually like that. They're in and out of mental institutions. So there's a big correlation Mm -hmm. all there in your birth chart. It's it's you're sort of like the intermediary you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not God. I can't say, oh, exact. God is the only one that can actually, you know, birth, death, your destiny. That's not even as astrologers, we get sick, we die. We can't prevent things from happening. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but there's a lot of stuff that you can see, which is very helpful.
1: So when you are getting together with your, you know, astrologer friends, do you look at charts and, you know, one, one person might come up with one thing and you come up with something very different or do they usually line up?
2: Sometimes there's different opinions. Yes. So that's why with Vedic astrology, it's so um, important. The person who you go to,
1: you know, that's. How do you vet as a kind of a lay person? How do you vet your astrology?
2: Probably just do a reading and see, you know, if the things they said resonated with, you know, there was truth in it and it actually helped you and it resonated with your life.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I've had two readings with you and uh, very much resonated. And that's why I definitely wanted to bring you on um, so that folks can go to you too and not have to (laughs) yeah um you know go see you and see how it resonates with them but yeah i've been to a few different vedic astrologers some other very good ones but i love your approach and it's always very practical
1: yeah thank you so much. i'm excited to come to you (laughs) sorry i'm excited to to have a reading with you yeah
2: that'll be wonderful Mm -hmm. um you know, and then I also get a lot of people just asking about bringing like spouse, potential spouse uh, charts, or like they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they, they want kind of the rundown of, is this person worth it? So that is another area where I add a lot of value for people because the birth chart, once you have the person's time of birth, they can't hide who they are in that. Yeah, you just have to be. You just had to figure
0: yeah. out their birth time. Yeah, know.
2: because otherwise people can pretend, you know, and you don't know until you actually start living with someone. Um, but then if you have the time of birth, you can really see what's coming.
1: So it's the time of birth that um, the, the day, lo- yeah, the year, yeah, loc- and the location, yeah.
0: So, and if someone doesn't know their time of birth for whatever reason there are ways around
2: that correct There so if, yeah as long as they kind of know the approximate because in a given day there are only 12 ascendant possibilities every 2 hours the chart changes so it's not like it's an infinite amount of possibilities and say on that plan on that day you know whatever planets exalted debilitated there's those things aren't going to change okay so even in people where i absolutely don't know the time of birth i can still give them some some information just because the planets are in those distances from each other and they're in its sign of exaltation debilitate whatever it is you just don't know what house they're sitting in unless you know the time but say you know approximate time then by asking the person questions about their personality and their life Mm -hmm. you can figure out what the chart is okay so that doesn't have to necessarily be a barrier
1: of entry no no
2: no. you can you can i have figured out for
1: people okay thank you yeah Yeah. and how far out are you scheduling like if, if somebody wants to come to you to get a reading
2: um, so usually I, I, you know, I try to keep up with all the readings and not have them pile up too much. So, um, usually a couple of weeks out, people and are then, to get an appointment and you do it over zoom. I do it over zoom. Mostly okay. Um, some people do drive out to see me, but I, you know, these days it's so easy and convenient
1: over zoom. What, what. Um, time zone are you in where I'm in
2: Pacific
1: okay
2: I'm in Southern California
1: okay
2: yeah there yeah
0: so we have your website it's your slash destiny.net
2: that we're gonna link in the show notes there's a your and then a dash yes your Why? dash yes net, and then I mean you can even um put my number in there it's 949- six, eight, zero, seven, four, three, two. So people can text me. Okay. Cause usually I, I have my schedule and I, I like to book the appointments myself. So texting me is the best way.
0: Okay. Yeah. We will have your website and, um, your phone number to call or text in the show notes, anything else you want, you want our listeners out there to know, I
2: mean, I just think that with Vedic astrology, it just gives so many people um, peace of mind just to kind of know, you know, because a lot of people feel so lost. Like, what am I doing here? You know, and even like career wise, what area should I try for, which will be good based on my chart? So just giving it's so useful for for so many things and even just to give you peace of mind and direction in life so i would just highly recommend it to people to you know at least once have it done just so you know yeah agreed yeah
1: do you guys have any other questions i was just wondering you know how often people generally come to you if you you know if, if you do package deals or what what how you work with people?
2: Um so some people because I do kind of life coaching also. Um I have people some people just come every month just because they need to check in and you know they have things that they need to talk about um and get advice on. Um but usually it's once a year, you know some people it's once every six months. So it all depends, but probably once a year is a good idea, just so you know, where, you know, so you can kind of talk about what's happened to you and how to improve on things and where your transits are and your sub periods and, and sub sub periods for the coming years. So I would say that's, you know, Yeah. Yeah. And you
0: take great notes too. Cause I was surprised when we had our second reading, how much you remembered more, probably had notes from our first reading than I had even remembered. So that was really helpful to like go to the same person year after year too, because I'm sure you develop like a a body of knowledge about the person.
2: Oh yeah. I like to keep notes so that I can kind of, um, you know, help them out based on what, what's happened to them before and touch base on, you know some struggles that they may be having and it's nice i i i get so many messages um just from clients saying just random messages saying you know what you said came out true and thank you it totally helped me and so so it does it does feel good and uh, i have helped a lot of people through some serious issues so so it's a good feeling to know i'm kind of you know Help. I I feel my aim with each person that I come in touch with is to give them useful information and tools to help them in their daily life, just to you know live to their fullest potential and be happy and peaceful and
1: at one with themselves. Beautiful. No, it's a, it sounds like it's a wonderful gift to people, and I'm excited to reach out to you for my first reading. I know. I'm excited too.
0: yeah well well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your wealth of knowledge with us no problem yeah so we will we will be in touch and thanks again
1: thank you so so much Nevada I'm really excited to to see what you see see in my chart (laughs) take care it was so nice seeing you guys
2: you too bye-bye Laura nice to meet you Nice to meet you, too. (laughs) Take care. Have a great day. You, too.